Hi, this is Rochelle. And I'm Lynn, and we are recording this for the second time. Damn it. Skype. <laughs> I know. We, we've switched to recording on Zoom, so we'll see how this does. Skype was being a big boner bastard. <laughs> so we're just we're, we're trying out a new, a new platform. So hopefully this sounds better. Um, it cut out right before Rochelle's um, thoughts, so the quality is going to sound different when we switch to that. So we're sorry about that. But hopefully... hopefully yeah. Hopefully this will be much better. We've got a couple episodes past this that are already recorded in Skype. So a few episodes down the road, it'll be better quality in general because Zoom just seems to have better quality. Um, yeah. But yeah, for some reason, Skype was just, it was telling us that we were recording. And so you hit the stop recording and then you go to, you know, edit everything. And it's like, oh, it only recorded six minutes and 15 seconds instead of the full, you know, 40 minutes that we were talking. So. I know. It's and it's done that twice now. Yeah. Yeah. So, it has. so screw you, Skype. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. We're hoping Zoom is better. So yes. we'll see. All right. So today we're talking about season five, episode nine called The Real Ghostbusters. We start with Sam and Dean driving up to the Pineview Hotel. They park and rush out of the car. Then they notice a few other Impalas that look exactly like baby. Sam says, Dean, come on. Then they see Chuck pacing in front of the hotel. Sam says, Chuck, there you are. Chuck says, guys? Dean says, what's going on? Chuck says, oh, nothing. You know, I'm just, uh, I was just kind of hanging. What are you He's guys doing here? looking real uncomfortable. <laughs> looking real shifty. Yeah. He's done something wrong. Oh, yes. And he knows it. <laughs> Dean says, you told us to come. Chuck says, uh, no, I didn't. Sam says, yeah, you did. You texted me. This address, life or death situation, any of this ringing a bell? Chuck says, no, I didn't send you a text. Dean says, we drove all night. Chuck says, I'm sorry. I don't understand what could, uh, oh no. <laughs> then Becky is there. <laughs> she screams, Sam, you made it. <laughs> Sam says, oh, uh, Becky, right? She says, oh, you remembered. You've been thinking about me. <laughs> She's just so creepy. <laughs> she is so creepy. I hope that I've never creeped anyone out as much as like she's creeping out Sam right now. Like I just, I just hope. <laughs> <laughs> like I've definitely like joked around with people like that, but not anything, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like I'm going to wear your skin, you know, like my friends or whatever. It's like, ha ha ha, I'm going to wear your skin, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever, but not like. Not like that where she actually means it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not okay. Ooh, it's not okay. <laughs> so Sam looks confused. She says, it's okay. I can't get you out of my head either. Chuck says to her, did you take my phone? Becky says, I just borrowed it from your pants. What? <laughs> They're going to want to see it. Sam and Dean say at the same time, see what? Becky says, oh my God, I love it when they talk at the same time. Okay. Can I just say something real quick though? Yes. Becky fondled Chuck. <laughs> oh, I know. And he was like, oh, hi. <laughs> and he didn't know. <laughs> How right. do you get fondled and not know? <laughs> I think he just thought he was getting fondled. Maybe. Maybe he didn't realize she was going for the phone. Maybe he thought I'm, she was going for something else. I mean, or here's another option. Unless she like, which I find is probably the you know, more realistic option is she like broke into his room and stole it from his pants. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what happened. I feel like that's probably a better, better thing or not a, a 
a better thing. I mean, it is slightly better, so she's not just grabbing him, but right. also, like, I think it's more realistic. Yeah, you're right. So a man comes out of the hotel and says, hey, Chuck, come on, pal, it's showtime. Chuck says to the boys, guys, I'm sorry for everything. He goes inside, and Becky, Sam, and Dean follow him. A guy named Damien walks past Dean with a beer and says, hey, Dean, looking good. Dean says, who the hell are you? Damien says, I'm Dean too, duh. Damien is wearing a leather jacket and a samulet. Then someone walks up dressed like the scarecrow from the first season. He says, uh-oh, it's Sam and Dean. I'm in trouble now. Have fun, you two. Becky laughs. Dean says to Sam, what? Then they look around and see people dressed as Bloody Mary and there's some clowns. There's merchandise for sale with baby on them. Um, Sam says, Becky, what is this? She says, it's awesome. A supernatural convention. The first ever. Dean looks around and sees a guy with yellow contacts. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. I feel uh, like those would hurt because they're like those huge contacts, not the little ones. Oh, yeah. That don't just cover like your iris or ever. Yeah. Your iris or whatever. But yeah. Like, ooh, ow. <laughs> yeah. That would be, those would be hard to get in. They'd be hard to get out. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, like you can't like grab it. the end of it and like the edge of it and pinch it out. Like you'd have to like pinch your whole eyeball. Yeah. That just seems like a mistake waiting to happen. Yeah. I don't like it. So then we get our opening title sequence. So we cut back to a hotel employee uh, who gets on stage um, and says, welcome to the first annual supernatural convention at three forty-five in the Magnolia room. We have the panel frightened little boy, the secret life of Dean. And at 4.30, there's a homoerotic subtext of Supernatural. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, and of course, the big hunt starts at 7 p.m. sharp. The audience applauds. Sam and Dean are standing at the back. The guy says, okay, but right now, I'd like to introduce the man himself, the creator and writer of, Supernatural, of the Supernatural books, the one, the only, Carver Edland. We see that most of the audience is dressed up like Sam and Dean. Some are dressed like Bobby, and some are dressed like Ash with mullets <laughs> uh, chuck gets on stage and the audience goes wild chuck adjusts the mic and says oh good this isn't nearly as awkward as i uh uh dry mouth and he drinks some water like a whole water bottle he doesn't just drink some water he chugs an entire he chugs, thing <laughs> he chugs the whole thing yes he says okay so i guess uh questions everyone in the audience raises their hand chuck picks a guy named barnes who is dressed like sam he says hey mr edlin big fan wow okay I was just wondering, where'd you come up with uh, Sam and Dean in the first place? Chuck says, oh, it, uh, it just came to me. The audience holds up their hand again, their hands again. Chuck chooses um, a German man dressed like the hook man. I love this named, guy, by the named, way. He is like my favorite in the whole episode. Yeah, he's pretty funny. His name is Fitz. Fritz? Fritz. Fritz. Okay. Um, Hookman says, why in every fight scene, Sam and Dean are having their gun or knife knocked away by the bad guy. Why don't they just keep it on some kind of bungee? Like, why don't they? I know that'd be just, that'd just be smart. <laughs> <laughs> the salt filled hula hoops too. Excuse like me. I've seen that um, so Chuck many says, times yeah, on I really, <laughs> What? Oh, I said, I've seen the salt filled hula hoops too. Oh, so you're many cutting times out on... a little bit. What did oh, you say? No, I said, I've seen the salt-filled hula hoops on Facebook so many times, too. Like, that's a legit thing. That is a legit thing. Like, I, just – or make a belt or something of 
and like have it filled with salt. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good idea. Although I just love the idea of seeing them shake their hips like that to hula hoop around. <laughs> Boogie around. <laughs> <laughs> that really would make me happy. <laughs> so Hookman interrupts and says, yeah, follow up. Why can't Sam and Dean be telling that Ruby is evil? I mean, she is clearly manipulating Sam into some kind of moral lapse. It's obvious, Nine. <laughs> then, then Becky yells, hey, if you don't like the books, don't read them, Fritz. Chuck says, okay, okay, so uh, next question. Yeah, you. A guy stands up and says, yeah, at the end of the last book, Dean goes to hell. So what happens next? Chuck says, oh, well, there is an announcement, actually. Um, you're all going to find out, thanks to a wealthy Scandinavian investor. We're going to start publishing again. Everyone stands up and cheers. One man even yells, sweet Lord, yes. <laughs> so we cut to after the panel. Chuck gets a drink for himself and for Becky. He says, I got you a yellow-eyed cooler. She says, thanks, Chuck. He says, sure. So Becky, I was wondering, um, are you doing anything? But she says, oh, hi, Sam. Dean says, excuse us. In case you haven't noticed, our plates are kind of full, okay? Finding the cult, hunting the devil. We don't have time for this crap. Chuck says, hey, I didn't call you. Sam says, he means the books, Chuck. Why are you publishing more books? Chuck says, um, for food and shelter? <laughs> Dean says, who gave you the rights to our life story? Chuck says, an archangel. An archangel. <laughs> and I didn't want it. Sam says, well, deal's off, okay? No more books. Our lives are not for public consumption. Chuck says, um, Becky, would you excuse us for a second? She agrees. So Chuck, Sam, and Dean go into another room. Chuck says, guys, do you know what I do for a living? Sam says, yeah, Chuck, we know. Chuck says, then could you tell me? Because I don't. <laughs> All right. I'm not a good writer. I've got no marketable skills. I'm not some hero who could just hit the road and fight monsters, okay? Until the world ends, I got to live, all right? The supernatural books are all I got. What else do you want me to do? Then they hear a woman scream, so Sam and Dean hurry away. Chuck yells, no, guys, wait. Sam and Dean run up some stairs and find a maid huddled on the floor. They help her up. Sam says, hey, you okay? She says, I think so. Dean says, what happened? She says, I saw a ghost. Barnes comes up and says, a ghost? Ma'am, could you tell us what it looked like? A bunch of other people dressed to Sam and Dean join them. Dean says, why don't you leave this to the grown-ups, pal? The maid says, a woman. She was in an old-fashioned dress, really old, like a schoolmarm or something. Another dude dressed as Sam says, did she say anything to you? The maid smiles and says, okay, gather close, everyone, for a terrifying tale of terror. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a ghost, none other than the ghost of Letitia Gore herself. Sam and Dean walk away to talk privately. Becker, Be Becky, I almost called her Becker. <laughs> Becker. <laughs> Becker. <laughs> Becca, Becky, oh no, Becky. <laughs> oh no. I can do this. Okay. I was thinking of, um, oh, what is it? Not Legends, but, um, oh, the originals, the character Rebecca. Oh yeah. How anytime anyone with like a British accent says it, they say Rebecca. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I think of when I just said Becker. I think of Rebecca. Yeah. Okay. So Becky scurries over and says, ooh, the LARPing started. Dean says, what is that again? Becky says, live action role playing. It's a game. The convention puts it on. She hands Sam a, Sam a piece of paper. He reads, dad's journal. Dear Sam and Dean, this hotel is haunted. You must hunt down the ghost. Interview witnesses, discover clues, and find the bones. First team to do so wins a $50 gift card to Sizzler. Love dad. <laughs> Love dad. Like John would ever do that. 
Becky says, you guys are so going to win. So we cut to the boys walking by a group of LARPers dressed in suits. They all hold out uh, FBI badges. The hotel employee says, why, yes, agents, Lennon and McCartney, as manager of this fine establishment, I can assure you that it is indeed haunted. This building was one, this building was once an orphanage run by mean old Letitia Gore. And hundred years ago, this very night, Miss Gore went insane and butchered four little boys before killing herself. Now folks say that the souls of those poor little boys are trapped here and that the evil spirit of Miss Gore punishes them to this very day. Dean says to Sam, well, that's just about all the community theater I can take. <laughs> Sam says, yeah, this cannot get any weirder. Then Damien and Barnes walk by um, and Damien says to Barnes, dad says, he said, I may have to kill you. Barnes says, kill me. What the hell does that mean? Damien says, I don't know. So, so Sam and Dean say at the same time, I need a drink. So we cut to upstairs. A guy dressed as Sam is walking down a hallway alone with a fake EMF reader. He says, the EMF is going nuts. Just then an actress jumps in front of him. She says, oh, I'm mean old Letitia Gore. They buried me in the basement. The guy shouts, and the guy shouts, the guy shoots a Nerf gun right at her chest. She says, ow, you got me. The guy rolls his <laughs> eyes and says, you're supposed to vanish. She says, how am I supposed to vanish? We cut to the same guy walking alone and talking on the phone. Just then, a real spirit of a little boy appears behind him. The ghost says, help us. Miss Gore won't let us have any fun. The guy says, this is part of the game, right? Then the spirit flickers away. Like, I really hope this is part of it. I know. You're like, um, oh, no. The guy yells, holy mother of crap. He runs into a room and says, that was... Then he is picked up by an invisible force and turned upside down and flung all over the room. Then the real spirit of Letitia Gore appears and says, naughty, naughty, naughty. She disappears and the guy falls to the floor. So we cut to Sam and Dean drinking at the bar. The actress who is playing Letitia Gore is sitting next to Dean. Her name is Crystal. Dean says, how you doing? <laughs> she says, busy. She's on her phone texting. Dean says, well, you sure look lovely tonight, especially for a dead chick. She says, buddy, I have heard that line 17 times tonight, okay? And all from dudes wearing MacGyver jackets. And then she actually looks at Dean. She smiles and says, but you seem different. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. She's suddenly like, oh, I didn't expect you to look like you look. Because <laughs> he is different. <laughs> he is different. Hello. That's exactly right. Yep. Um, she says, you seem different. Dean says, how so? She says, well, you don't seem scared of women. Then they hear the dude who got ghosts flung around say, for the last time, I'm not making this up, okay? She's upstairs, a real live dead ghost. To Crystal, Dean says, excuse me. One of the guy friends, uh, one of the guys, <laughs> one of the guy friends, <laughs> he's my guy friend. <laughs> one of the guy's friends says to him, look, I'm sure it was just one of the actors. The guy says, who beat the crap out of me and then vanished? Sam comes up and says, you saw something? The guy says, look, this isn't part of the game, jerk. I'm getting out of here and you should do the same. He storms away and his friend follows. To Dean, Sam says, what do you think? Dean says, I don't think that guy is a good enough actor to be acting. So Sam and Dean go back downstairs and approach a hotel employee who isn't involved in any of the LARPing. He's the real hotel manager, according to IMDb. <laughs> I looked it up. Oh, like the guy playing the manager is actually the manager of the hotel? No, 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 no. The guy playing the manager is just an actor. 
So they're oh. going to talk to the real manager now. And then the real manager isn't um, involved in any of the LARPing. Oh yeah. No, I thought you, I thought you were like, side note, it's the same, you know, like, okay, no. Oh I got no, 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 no. I'm caught I was up. looking, <laughs> when I was writing this interaction down, I was looking for this guy's name. Um, but, and according to IMDB, he doesn't have a name. He's just called hotel manager. So. Didn't he have a name tag on? Oh, if he did, I didn't see it. I don't know. I thought he did, but maybe it just said manager or something. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Dean says, excuse us, mind if we ask you a few questions? The manager says, look, I don't have time to play Star Wars, guys, so go ask the guy in the ascot. <laughs> Dean pulls out some money and says, actually, we really want to talk to you. The guy laughs and says, okay, you guys are really into this. Sam says, you have no idea. All the stuff they're saying, place being haunted, Letitia Gore, any truth to it? The manager says, we generally don't like to publicize this to you know, normal people. But yeah, in 1909, this place was called Gore Orphanage. Miss Gore killed four boys with a butcher knife, then offed herself. Dean asks, and is tonight really the anniversary? The guy says, yep, guess your convention folks wanted authenticity. Sam says, have there been any sightings? The manager says, over the years, yeah, a few maids have quit, saying they heard the boys or saw them. A janitor even saw Miss Gore once. Dean says, where did Miss Gore, where did Miss Gore carve up the kids? The manager says, look, I don't want you stomping all over the joint. A lot of this place is off limits to nerds. Dean puts down some more money, and the manager says, the attic. We see that Damien and Barnes have been eavesdropping this whole conversation. So Sam and Dean go to the attic to investigate. Sam is EMFing. <laughs> I'm never not going to giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Now I pause and wait for you to get And when I write it down, I'm like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> going to giggle. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's something that's just so funny about the word emfing i think it's the effing part at the end it's the effing sam is effing <laughs> <laughs> sam is effing yeah <laughs> uh, i need to grow up <laughs> <laughs> that's fine i don't think we need to grow up whatever it's all good yeah so sam says the emf is going nuts dean says great so we got a real ghost and a bunch of dudes pretending to be us poking at it sam says uh no way this ends well. Dean says, you know what? Serves them right. I'm just saying. Uh, we cut to Damien and Barnes looking around an upstairs hallway. Damien says, it's got to be around here someplace. Barnes says, yeah, I don't know, man. No one else is looking for the attic. Damien says, okay, all right, dude. One, one, stay in character, all right? If it's just me, I look stupid. And two, you heard the guy downstairs. I think this is part of the game. Then the little boy spirit is there. He says, help us. Barnes says, oh my God, that makeup is awesome. Damien says, amateur, stay in character. Barnes says, sorry. Then in a lower voice, he says, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost says, help us. Miss Gore won't let us have any fun. Damien says, where's the body buried, kid? We'll light her up nice and toasty. The kid points behind them to a painting on the wall. They look at the painting and then back at the kid, but he's disappeared. Barnes says, whoa, fast runner. Damien says, dude, check this out. He moves the painting, and there's a kid's handprint on the wall. Damien says, ooh, that's creepy. Barnes <laughs> says, must have been what he was trying to tell us. Damien says, gee, you think, Sammy? Damien turns the picture over, and there's child handprints all over the back of it. He rips the paper on the back off, and they find an old map. Barnes says, okay, this is the coolest game ever. They giggle, and then Damien clears his throat and says in a deep voice, yes. <laughs> we cut back to Sam and Dean tooling around in the attic. Suddenly there's a little ghost boy and he says, my mommy loves me. I said, my mommy loves me. He's holding the top of his head. 
<laughs> Sam says, <laughs> yeah, I don't think your mommy loves you. <laughs> yep. Sam says, I'm sure she does. The ghost says, my mommy loves me this much. He lets go of his head and half of his scalp is gone and he's all bloody. Ugh. It's disgusting. So gross. Ugh. And then he flickers away. Like, okay, how could anybody do that to anybody? I have no idea. You know, like, I have no idea. What sort of sick, twisted, like, what would make that seem like a fun thing to do to you? Like, you are seriously hurting somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. So whatever. So we cut back to Becky drinking her drink. She's staring at Sam, who is on the phone pacing nearby. He notices her looking. She licks her hand and then blows on it like a kiss. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, sweetie. That does not work. <laughs> that is not okay to do to anybody ever. <laughs> like, blow a kiss. That's one thing. But lick your hand? And blow, like, she's literally telling him, I want to lick you. That is exactly <laughs> like, what she is telling him. It's disgusting. Can you, can you imagine if someone did that to you? Oh. I would be so creeped out. Also, I would be like, who do you think you are? <laughs> you don't get to put your tongue on this. <laughs> I know. Like, no, this is not how things work. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, so Sam looks disturbed and waves at her. Then we see that Chuck is sitting at the table with Becky. He says, awesome. (laughs) Sam gets off the phone and joins Dean at a table. Sam says, all right, so that was a guy with the County Historical Society. Not only did Letitia Gore butcher four four boys, but one of them was her own son. According to the police, at the time, she scalped the poor kid. Dean says, oh, that's it. I'm going to deep fry this bitch extra crispy. Dude, Dean... um, the dude said said. (laughs) i I wrote dude says (laughs) i wonder what i meant uh dean i guess dean yeah oh no 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 it is dean says oh that's it i'm gonna deep fry this bitch extra crispy dude say where she was buried sam says he doesn't know at a table nearby barnes says to damien check it out there's the orphanage here's the carriage house and right there cemetery damien says you think that's where Letitia's planted barnes says it's worth a shot Sam and Dean walk over and Sam touches the map. Damien grabs it and says, hey, you mind? Sam says, it's real, a century old at least. And he's right, there is a cemetery on the grounds. Dean asks, where'd you get that? Damien says, it's called a game, pal. It ain't called charity. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. (laughs) Uh Dean says, all right, give me the map, Chuckles. Damien says, oh, you're the Chuckles, Chuckles. (laughs) Besides, Dean don't listen to nobody. Barnes says, Dean, cool it. Dean pulls out his gun, and Sam says, Dean. Dean says, what? They're friggin' annoying. Sam says, look, we all want to find the bones, right? We just thought it would go faster if we all work together. Barnes says, we get the Sizzler gift card. Dean says, fine. Damien says, and we get to be Sam and Dean. Dean says, fine. So we cut to all four of them walking outside to the cemetery. Damien says, hey, Rufus, Bobby, would you hurry it up? Uh, to dean sam says you all right dean says i'm trying to be to damien barnes says so where were we damien says uh dr ellicott had just zapped your brain barnes says right got it why are we even here dean do you just follow in dad's footsteps like a good little soldier are you that desperate for approval damien says this isn't you talking sam barnes says see that's the difference between you and me i got a mind of my own i'm not pathetic Damien says, so what are you going to do, Sam? You going to kill me? 
Barnes says, man, I am so sick of you telling me what to do. Dean says, oh, you know what? That's it. Damien says, what's wrong, Bobby? Did I say that right? Nope, I didn't. <laughs> Dean says, oh, you know what? That's it. Damien says, what's wrong, Bobby? Dean says, I'm not Bobby, okay? You're not Sam. You're not Dean. Dean. <laughs> I'm I really struggling with my notes right now. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. I do like that they made Dean be Bobby and mm-hmm. Sam be Rufus because yeah. Rufus is just kind of the, ha, 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 you know, like everything's kind of fun. He's like a little bit more lighthearted yeah. to an extent. And like Bobby's the one that's like very pessimistic about the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like, totally well, true. The apple doesn't fall far, as they say. <laughs> yep, that's totally true. Um, uh, Dean says, what is wrong with you? Why in the hell would you choose to, be, choose to be these guys? Barnes says, because we're fans, like you. Dean says, no, I am not a fan, okay? Not fans. In fact, I think that the whole Dean and Sam story sucks. It is not fun. It is not entertaining. It is a river of crap that would send most people howling to the nut house. So you listen to me. Their pain is not for your amusement. I mean, do you think that they enjoy being treated like circus freaks? Damien says, uh, I don't think they care because they're fictional characters. <laughs> Dean says, oh, they care. Believe he's me. He's got they steam coming out of his ears at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's so pissed off. It's hilarious. <laughs> Dean storms away. Sam says, he takes the story really seriously. So they make it to the cemetery. Dean says, I found the four boys. Sam says, and here's Letitia Gore. Damien and Barnes are still looking around. Dean asks them what they're doing. Damien says, we're looking for bones, genius. They got to be around here someplace. Dean says, generally bones are in the ground. Damien says, yeah, I know that. I'm just, wait, hold on. Are you guys serious? (laughs) Sam pulls the shovel out of his bag. Dean says, deadly. Barnes says, we're not really digging up graves, you guys. We're just playing the game. Dean says, trust us. You want to win the game, right? Barnes nods. Then they all watch Dean dig the grave. He opens up the coffin, and Damien almost pukes when he sees the skeleton. (laughs) He says, that's not a plastic skeleton. That's a skeleton skeleton. Barnes says, you just dug up a real grave. Dean says, yeah. Damien says, you guys are nuts. Sam says, I thought you said you guys wanted to be hunters. Damien says, hunters aren't real, man. This isn't real. Barnes says, oh my God, you guys have just seriously lost your grip on this. And then he sees, <laughs> then he sees the ghost of Letitia Gore next to Sam. Sam says, what? Letitia says, naughty, naughty. She hits Sam, which knocks him out. Of course, Sam gets knocked out. Sam gets knocked out again. Sam is always getting knocked out. <laughs> Keep it together, man. <laughs> I know. So Damien and Barnes try to run away, but she gets to them and she puts her hands on their chest, which hurts them. Dean quickly salts her bones and lights them on fire, which makes her ghost flame out and disappear. To Damien and Barnes, Dean says, real enough for you? So we cut to Damien and Barnes doing shots. Barnes says, that was really, Dean says, awful, right? Exactly. Rounds on us, guys. And he puts some money on the bar. Sam says, see you around. Damien says, hey, how did you know how to do all that? Sam says, we read the books, man. Then they walk away to where Chuck is. Dean says, hey, Chuck, good luck with the supernatural books and screw you very much. (laughs) An actor that is standing with Chuck says, fans of yours? Chuck says, hmm, I'd say no. (laughs) So Sam and Dean try to leave the hotel, but the doors won't budge. Dean says, that's weird. Sam says, definitely. Sam tries to open a window. Dean says, anything? Sam says, every exit's locked, almost like. Dean says, something's keeping us in. Yeah. 
Sam says, this is bad. Dean says, gee, thanks, Sammy. Then they hear a woman scream. It's Crystal, the actor pretending to be Letitia. Sam and Dean find her, and she says, don't go in there. Dean says, get downstairs, okay? Go. Then they see the scalped little boy ghost. He says, why'd you do that? Why did you send my mommy away? Dean says, uh, maybe because of the high and tight she gave you? <laughs> uh that's a good line okay (laughs) yeah it really is (laughs) yeah he says how about some thanks sam clears his throat dean says what i'm just saying a little gratitude might be nice once in a while the boy says my mommy didn't do this to me sam says what then who did the boy flickers away so we cut to the guy dressed up as hookman fritz he's walking down a hallway alone he hears something behind him he turns and sees three little ghost kids Hookman sighs and says, yeah, how original. Supernatural, bringing you more creepy children. Sigh. <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> Sigh. He's so dramatic. I love him. He's I know. just like, so I don't even know what it is about that character that just like, he's just the best thing that happens in this episode. <laughs> he's got so much sass. It's great. <laughs> One kid says, Mrs. Gore wouldn't let us have any fun. Fritz says, you look nothing like real ghosts. Just telling you. One of the kids says, but Miss Gore's gone, and now we can have all kinds of fun. And they hold up knives. Fritz yells, and Sam and Dean run to him, but they're too late. Fritz is dead and scalped. So we cut to Chuck doing another panel. He says, well, guys, I guess we're out of time, so thank you for your incredibly probing and rigorous questions, and have a good. Then Sam gets on stage and whispers into Chuck's ear. Chuck says, what? Holy crap. Sam says, you got to keep everyone safe in here, Chuck. This is life or death. Chuck says, for how long? Sam says, as long as it takes. Chuck says, well, how in the hell am I supposed to do that? Sam says, I don't know, man. Just do it. Sam leaves, and Chuck says into the microphone, microphone, okay, so good news. I got much more to tell you, I guess. Awesome. Dean leads the other hotel employees into the panel room. The manager says, buddy, I got work to do. Dean says, you're going to want to see this. Trust me. It's going to be a hell of a show. Once everyone is inside, Dean closes the door, and Sam makes a salt line. On the stage, Chuck says, uh, what does the future hold for Sam and Dean? Well, how do you feel about angels? Yeah, you know, because let me tell you, they're not nearly as lame as you think. Dean says to Sam, okay, new theory. The legends about Letitia are ass backwards, obviously. Sam says, yeah, so, all right, let's say three, or let's say those three orphans were playing cowboys and Indians. Dean says, LARPing is cowboys and Indians. Sam says, whatever, and let's say they scalped Letitia's son and killed him. Dean says, mom catches them in the act, flips out, and slices and dices herself. Slices them and dices herself. Sam says, if that's true, it means we got three bloodthirsty brats in the building. Dean says, yeah, and Letitia was the only one keeping them under control. Sam says, until we took her out. Dean says, smooth move on our part. All right, well, we got to get back into the cemetery and torch the kids' bones. Sam says, how? We're trapped. We don't even have our guns. The ghosts are running this joint, and they are only scared of one thing. Dean says, exactly. So we cut to Crystal, saying, you want me to do what? Dean says, you're an actress, okay? We just want you to act. She says, I work at Hooters in Toledo. You can forget (laughs) it. (laughs) Sam says, you'll be safe, we promise. But this is really important. Then Damien and Barnes are there. Damien says, we want to help. To Sam, Dean says, just give her the puppy dog thing, okay? To Damien and Barnes, I know, that puppy dog thing would totally work on me, just for the record. If Sam gave me those puppy dog eyes, I'd be like, yes. I did get some puppy dog eyes, and let me tell you what, I didn't handle it. (laughs) 
from that stupid photo op. <laughs> oh my God, you're I don't right. Think we, have we talked about there. that yet? You haven't talked about it. Nope. Okay, so <laughs> it's fine. Uh, let me just break into a story here real quick. So <laughs> I'll kind of the shortened version, but basically, so we were at the Vegas convention um, and uh, Kelly and I did a photo op with Jared and Jensen. We did a couple photo ops, but one of them was with Jared and Jensen. And so it, you know, coronavirus, we're, this is like right before everything turned to hell basically. And so we're like, oh, we're going to get a couple bottles of Corona and we're going to hold it up and like, be like, come hither to them. And they're going to be like, no, you know? So I get up there and Jared's like, right like he like bends down so he's like at eye level and is like what are we gonna do and I was like uh you know (laughs) and he looked like concerned about it too kind of and I was just like oh no (laughs) ah." and so I was like um we're the coronavirus and you're worried about it he goes okay doesn't even blink and then just goes (gasps) and like does the whole like oh no face and I'm just like ah have time to recover like I thought I was gonna have like a couple of seconds of like oh you know he'll like you know look away and like do his pose or whatever not not even break eye contact and just immediately go into oh my god and so my brain was like he looks worried I need to be worried (laughs) and it was like a very like almost kind of like a I don't know, like kind of like puppy dog eyes, but scared, you know? Yeah. I just like my brain just melted. And so I just in the picture, instead of me going, come here. And he's like, ah, I was just, I was both like, ah, and he was, ah, (laughs) like it did not go according to plan. And I don't think that like, he probably didn't, because I didn't say what we were going to do. You know, I was just like, we're just going to be like, you know, come here and you do it. And so I'm sure he's probably like, noob, you know, (laughs) Oh, probably. The picture turned out great though. It's a great picture. It was good, but definitely wasn't what I was like. I was thinking that I would be able to like keep my shit together. (laughs) Yeah. Do the photo op that we had planned instead of me just going, Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know if Jared Padalecki was staring at you like a foot away from your actual eyeballs. I don't, I don't know how you even did it. Okay, but here's the thing: is like when he was saying like, "Oh, you know, what are we gonna do?" He was like right next to my face because they have the music going that Mm -hmm. like you know, so that way you can't like have long conversations with them. So he was like, I would guess like, I don't know, like, eh, you know, (laughs) probably like. Mm -hmm how much like less than a foot away from my face like he was in my face and I just kind of like had a little meltdown I guess I don't know yeah my brain just short-circuited and was like you can't deal with this right now and I was like "Uh uh." (laughs) uh-huh I would have had such a hard time with that oh my god yeah it was it was really fun though I really liked it it was it was kind of cool to like get to actually meet them you know oh yeah not not meet them meet them but kind of you know so, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was cool. Okay, so to Damien and Barnes, Dean says, guys, no. Barnes says, why not? Dean says, because this isn't make-believe. Damien says, look, we know. We're not nuts. We're freaking terrified. Barnes says, yeah, but if all those people are seriously in trouble, we got to do something. Dean says, why? Damien says, because that's what Sam and Dean would do. On stage, Chuck says, no, there's really no such thing as Croatoan virus for, you know, down there. <laughs> 
You really should see a doctor. <laughs> that's, that's not good news, dude. No, nope, no. Nope. So we cut to Crystal going into a room alone, looking scared. She says, I don't want to do this. Dean peeks his head around the corner and says, I'm right here, sweetheart, and I got your back. Trust me, this is going to work. She says, boys, boys, come here this instant. You come when I call you. Do you understand me? Then the three little boy, boy ghosts are there. One says, Miss Gore? We cut to Sam, Damien, and Barnes trying to push the front door open. We cut back to Crystal. She says, you boys have been very naughty. Now open the doors. Open the doors right now. You're very naughty. You hear me? Then her cell phone starts to ring. We cut back to the boys trying to open the door. It slightly opens and Barnes gets out. Uh, then Damien gets out too. We cut back to Crystal. The boys raise their knives. Dean comes in and says, run. So she does. We cut to Damien and Barnes digging up the boys' graves. Barnes says, oh my God, Supernatural makes digging, digging graves seem so easy. It's not <laughs> up. Says, no, you're you not. You cut out a little bit so there. Cut... Oh, okay. Um, okay, I'll just repeat that. So we cut to Damien and Barnes digging up the boys' graves. Barnes says, oh my God, Supernatural makes digging graves seem so easy. It's not though. I'm going to throw up. I Damien probably says, would too if I had to dig up that much. You know, oh my God, digging up one grave. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Damien says, no, you're not. So we cut back to Dean, who is about to get scalped by some ghosts. Then Sam is there and slices through them with an iron poker. Then Sam is thrown against the wall by an invisible force. We cut to Chuck, still on stage. He says, let's see, uh, what else? I fell in love for the first time at 16. Lost my virginity, actually. But then she went around telling everybody it didn't count. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, the hotel manager gets up to leave and chuck says uh excuse me you really can't leave please sir don't open that door making the salt line a little ghost kid comes in and everybody gasps then chuck swings the mic stand through the kid and he disappears becky looks very impressed chuck slams the door closed and says i said no one leaves damn it now somebody <laughs> salt this door and he sounds like super squeaky when he's, he's like, don't do it. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> Becky is just looking totally thrilled with Chuck. Like, ooh. Oh, hello. <laughs> yep. Becky has a new crush, I think. Yep. So we cut to Damon trying to light a Zippo over the bones. Damien says, how come Dean can always light this stupid thing on the first freaking try? <laughs> we cut to Sam and Dean about to get scalped. Not Sammy's hair. Don't get Sammy's hair. No, you can't. <laughs> His hair is like a whole character on its own. It's like baby, you know? It like, is. You're right. <laughs> I think Sam's hair has its own fan club. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> uh, then the two boys holding them flame out and disappear. Dean says, you know, maybe that guy was right. He holds up a poker and says, maybe we should put these things on a bungee. Sam nods. We cut to the morning. Sam and Dean, Barnes and Damien are walking out of the hotel. Dean says, you know, I got to hand it to you guys. You really saved our asses back there. So thanks. Gosh, I don't even know your names. Barnes says, well, I'm Barnes and this is Damien. What's yours? Dean says, Dean, the real Dean. Barnes and Damien start laughing. Damien says, yeah, right. Me too. Barnes says, get the hell out of here, Dean. <laughs> Dean says, well, anyway, uh, thanks. Really. Damien says, you're wrong, you know, about Supernatural. No offense, but I'm not sure you get what the story's about. All right, look, in real life, he sells stereo equipment. I fix copiers. Our lives suck. But to be Sam and Dean, to wake up every morning and save the world, to have a brother who would die for you, well, who wouldn't want that? Dean says, maybe you got a point. Well, you know, you two don't, have, you two don't make a bad team yourselves. How do you know each other anyway? 
Fern says, oh, well, we met online. Supernatural chat room. Dean says, oh, well, it must be nice to get out of your parents' basements and make some friends. Jeez. Come what on. <laughs> that was uncalled for. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because it sounds like it's kind of true, but also at the same time, like, really, dude? Yeah. Like, not nice. Come on. Damien says, we're more than friends. We're partners. And they hold hands. And Burns, then it grows the wind cest again. <laughs> I know. I love it. Burns puts his head on Damien's shoulder. Dean says, oh, well, howdy, partners. Burns <laughs> says, howdy. Dean walks away. We cut to Sam. Becky says, look, Sam, I'm not going to lie. We had undeniable chemistry. But like a monkey on the sun, it was too hot to live. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's, I need to use that at some Like, okay. I have a few refrigerator magnets, and by a few, let's see, is it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven <laughs> refrigerator magnets that are just like, you know, supernatural magnets. I have an Outlander one. There's some like funny, like quote things on there, whatever. Okay, fine. I need a Becky magnet <laughs> that says, like a monkey on the sun. <laughs> it was, just, uh, what, what was the quote? Like a monkey on the sun. It was too hot. It was to, too hot to live. Yeah, it was too hot to live. Like, I need that magnet. <laughs> if somebody has magnet. those capabilities, let me know and I will pay you for it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I would love that magnet too. Oh my God. Um, she says, it can't go on. Chuck and I, we found each other. My yin to his proud yang. And well, the heart wants what the heart wants. I am so, so sorry. Chuck says, yeah, Sam, you know, sorry. <laughs> Becky says, will you be all right? Sam sighs and says, honestly, I don't know. I'll just have to find a way to keep living, I guess. <laughs> Becky smiles and says, God bless you. Sam says, oh, hey, Chuck, look, if you really want to publish more books, I guess that's okay with us. Chuck says, wow, really? Sam says, no, not really. We have guns and we'll find you. Chuck says, okay, okay, no more books. <laughs> Sam says, yeah, see you around. Becky says, Sam, wait, one more thing. In chapter 33 of Supernatural, Time is on My Side, there was that girl, Bella. She was British and a cat burglar. She stole the cult from you. And then she said she gave it to Lilith, remember? Well, you know she lied, right? She never really gave it to Lilith. Lilith, I can't say <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, wait, what? Becky says, didn't you read the book? There was this one scene where Bella gives the cult to a demon named Crowley, Lilith's right-hand man. I think her lover, too. Sam says, Crowley? To Chuck, he says, didn't it occur to you to tell us this before? Chuck says, I'm sorry, I didn't remember. I'm not as big as a fan as she is. Sam says, Becky, tell me everything. So we cut to Dean hanging out by the car. Sam comes up and says, you okay? Dean says, yeah, you know, I think I'm good. Sam says, well, you're not going to believe it, but I got a lead on the colt. Long story, tell you on the way? Dean says, what are we waiting for? They get in the car and drive away. We cut to Chuck on stage. He says, like a lot of writers, I started writing because of love. Yeah, I had a huge crush on Nancy McKeon, who played Joe on The Facts of Life. I must have written her like 40 to 50 letters. She never wrote back. Uh, we cut to Chuck saying, I don't think the Benders make flesh suits out of all their victims. So maybe just like a couple scarves. <laughs> we cut to Chuck saying, actually, my favorite movie was Beaches. Hillary and Cece were just so brave, so strong. <laughs> we cut to Chuck saying, the way I look at it, it's not really jumping the shark if you never come back down, you know? <laughs> End credits. Oh, my goodness. I love the little um, 
<laughs> the little excerpts from the end. That's like probably my favorite. <laughs> I know, <me> too. <laughs> okay, so my thoughts on this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I just would like to say that I want to try a yellow-eyed cooler, and I feel like we should try and make that drink. Oh, what should we put in it? Like to me, I feel like it's kind of like a mai tai. Oh yeah, that's good. Like, okay, the, the last three times I've had a mai tai, I've thrown it up. Oh, so maybe not you don't want to drink a mai tai. Yeah, I'm thinking that it's rum that's doing it for me. Yeah, that's making it making me throw up. So if we could do something that's not rum, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, I, we should look that up and see if that's a thing, because that yeah. seems like something that I want to try at least once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love Mai Tais, for the record, especially from Red Robin. They make the best Mai Tais. See, okay, so when I was in Hawaii, the best, that, I mean, to be fair, I hadn't really had Mai Tais before, mm-hmm. but even, like, throughout Hawaii, the best Mai Tai that was there was... Well, I guess the one at the hotel was pretty good. The one at the mm-hmm. hotel was pretty good. But also the one at, um, oh, it's Smith's Luau. Yeah. They had, um, oh, it was, the, I mean, the food there was amazing. The whole thing was just great. But they actually had, like, decent drinks. And it was just like, hey, go grab a drink. You can get two at one time, you know, like, cool. just, and they weren't, like, they weren't sissy drinks, you know, they weren't super watered down or anything. Yeah. It was kind of impressive, but those are pretty good too. Like, awesome. and I don't know if it was because I had like four of them that they were just like, yeah. these are so good. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. it was because they were actually good, but yeah, no, those are pretty good. And I don't want to, I mean, I don't know if they've, I really don't like coconut flavored things. Oh, I do. Like, I love coconut, don't get me wrong. But, yeah. like, coconut rum and that sort of stuff is, like, huh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. So, and I mean, just, like, any coconut-flavored things. Like, I don't like coconut water. Okay. Like, I can't drink coconut water. And, okay, but funny story. So, I don't like coconut water, and I don't really like chocolate-flavored things, like, at all. Yeah. I'm not a huge chocolate fan. But, like, for some reason, chocolate coconut water is so good. Oh, it sounds weird. I've never tried it. It does sound weird, but it's, like, it's basically a better version of chocolate milk, and it's, like, light, and it doesn't taste like you're drinking syrup. So it's got enough of a chocolate flavor in there just to make it, like, sweet and not taste like coconut water, but the coconut water kind of, like, dilutes it, so it's not, like, overly, you know... Yeah, it sounds, it sounds good. I'd probably love it. It's good. I was surprised. Like, yeah. and I haven't had any other flavors, but I did this, <laughs> you know, me and running. I hate it, but I did this 5K and yeah. they had like the, um, what is it? It's like Coco Vita or something like that, mm-hmm. I think is the brand. Like I'm that come sure. in the little, it's almost like a box. <laughs> yeah. It's like a water bottle, but made out of a box. But um, they had, they were uh, handing out samples of coconut water after the run and they had a chocolate one. And I was like, well, I hate regular (laughs) coconut water. So let's try the chocolate one. And it was so good. Huh. Okay. I'll try it. It sounds good. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, granted, I haven't looked for it, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure they have it at like, you know, Safeway or something, I would assume. 
but I'll look for it next time I'm at Safeway. Yeah, you should. It's good. Um, but yeah. Okay. Also, it's going to be super hard for the boys to convince everyone at this convention that they're Sam and Dean and they never do. Like how difficult would that be if you were in that situation? You know, like say if, you know, we were some sort of famous, you know, and we were to go, but like nobody knew about us and like somebody was writing or no, I I shouldn't say famous. So like say somebody wrote a book about us. Right. And it Mm -hmm. became like a supernatural type thing. And we were to walk into this building and be like, no, this is actually us. People would be like, yeah, nice try. Yeah. Yeah. No one would believe you for sure. They wouldn't. I really thought at the end that Dean was going to like convince I can't remember if it was Damien or Barnes, but um, I, that he was going to convince him that he really was Dean. But he's he like, too. but he's like, ha ha. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're funny. Nice yeah. try. <laughs> right. Yeah. But after the whole like burning the bones thing and like, you know, them seeing that like spirits are real. It's not that big of a leap to think that like, oh, Sam and Dean are real people and this is them. Yeah. So I thought that he was going to be like, oh, Okay. You would but no. think so. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. That that whole thing kind of confused me a little bit because I was like, why would this be so hard to understand? You know, yeah, like it's not, a, it's not a leap at that point to think no. like, oh, you're really Dean. Yeah. 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 Um but yeah, and then um, okay, how can those little boy ghosts not tell the difference between the real Atisha and the fake one? Yeah, like, that, that was, bugs me a little that's bit. That's ridiculous, for sure. How can you not? How can they not know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if somebody came to me dressed up as you, I would be like, "Yeah, nice try." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe because they're dumbass little four-year-olds and they just are gullible. They're, they're more than four. You're right. They are. Their speech. They're probably what, like six. I would guess, like. Oh, I don't know. Seven or eight, maybe? Yeah. I don't think they're that old. I would go with, like, six or seven, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, yeah, I'm old enough to know better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I feel Letitia. Someone scalped my son. Man, I'm slitting some throats. (laughs) Okay? Come at me, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I will murderize you. (laughs) Murderize. Yeah. All the murderizing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I just, I don't even really want to think about it. You know? Let's not, let's not think about it because it's horrible. Mm -mm. (laughs) So from that, let's go on to our favorite moments. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite moment was um, at the end when, um, and again, I can't remember if it's Damien or Barnes and I'm not going to look in my notes, but um, he was talking to one of them and he was to Dean. He was like, look, like no offense, but I don't really think you understand the story. Like Damien. It was Damien. Okay, yeah. He's yeah. like, like, I don't really think that you get it. Like, yeah. Why, <laughs> why this purpose. is such a good story? Yeah. He's like, yeah. you know, to have to have a brother who would die for you and to like save the world. Like, who wouldn't mm-hmm. want that? And Dean was like, oh shit. Yeah. Maybe my life doesn't suck ass like I thought it I did. I guess it's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> yeah. Like, because yeah. you're out, you could be someone who fixes copy machines or stereos or, you know what I mean. Yeah, and but not like, knocking that, but that sounds kind of boring. Granted, to be fair, like, that's not my thing. Like, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm not technologically inclined. Like, oh, no. 
Really you say all. that and you're like way more technologically inclined than I am. <laughs> okay, I know the basics and from the basics I can like figure other stuff out yeah. sometimes. But it takes a hot minute for me to figure this yeah. stuff out. <laughs> I'm really good with like cell phones and tablets, but when it comes to an actual computer or like I don't know anything. Yeah. Which is so funny. Yeah. I'm good with cell phones. Computers Eh, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I've never had a computer. I've never had my own computer ever. Yeah. So you should get one. I know I would love to have a laptop, but like Eric has a work laptop and then we have this desktop, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's very computer savvy because that's what he grew up doing and did yeah. in the military and does mm-hmm. for work now, you know? So yeah. So it's kind of like anytime I have any help or any problems, he's like, I'll just do it for you. And so I never like actually learn how to do anything, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. I mean, as long as he's around, you don't need to. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep. You know? <laughs> it's all good. So what was your favorite moment? Okay, I have a couple. <laughs> okay. Um, I love when Becky's like giving awkward eye contact to Sam and is like, you know, licking her hand and like blowing her. <laughs> Like, that was your favorite moment that was the cringiest moment for me but it's so funny like, <laughs> it is funny it's not my only favorite moment I have <laughs> other favorite moments but that is one of them like yeah oh good grief and then I mean can you imagine if some dude did that to you <laughs> I would be thoroughly creeped out. Like, real life, I'd never want that to happen. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> in the show, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, in a funny way, like, if somebody was, like, trying to be jokey about it and it was like, huh, you know, and it was like, yeah. hey, I would have been like, hey, 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 you know? Yeah. But, like, not for realsies. Like, not yeah. not Becky level, you know? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Not Becky level of strange. But, yeah. Also, can I just say that Fritz... Is my favorite moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything about him is great. Like, oh, I love it. Like, he's like supernatural, bringing you more creepy children. How original. You know, he's just like yeah. so sassy about the whole thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, just, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> pretty good. <laughs> and then, okay, at the end when Becky's like, sorry, Sam, I'm going to have to break up with you for, you know, for Chuck Chuck. here (laughs) and she's like are you gonna be okay and he's like honestly I don't know I'll just have to find a way to keep living I guess you know like I love that moment because Becky says all that and then Sam is like like kind of confused and looks at Chuck who's giving him the like come on do this for me bro yeah yeah please let her go for me and yeah you realize we were never together right yeah And Sam's like, oh, okay. I, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be all right, but I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. And she's just like, I knew you would understand. You know, yeah. like, I'm so sorry. And she, like, legitimately feels bad, which I think is, like, kind of funny. But, yeah, it's just, yeah everything about that is is just great, you know? Yep. <laughs> I love all of it. <laughs> I think, like, Becky, while being kind of irritating, is much comic relief you know oh <laughs> like, yeah for sure <laughs> uh, but, yeah so um so our interesting facts from this episode it says the title of the episode refers to a 1980s animated tv show based on the movie ghostbusters yeah. um the real ghostbusters i don't know like so i didn't know that there was a tv wait did i know that there was a tv show 
I think it's a cartoon, isn't it? Because there's definitely a cartoon. Yeah, animated TV show. Yeah, you said animated. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I yeah, I used to watch that when I was a kid. See, I've never even really heard of the Ghostbusters show. I mean, I've heard of the movies for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I definitely know. watched it when I was little. I wasn't into um like cartoons though as a kid. I never, oh. I never was like I was super into Disney Channel, like you know Lizzie McGuire and Not So Raven and even Stevens and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Like that was my jam. <laughs> like if I yeah. missed an episode, I would legitimately like freak out a little bit. <laughs> oh my God, Killian has discovered iCarly. And he loves it. <laughs> he loves that Carly. I've never seen yeah. it before, but yeah, it's like I've a preteen show. Yeah. It's yeah. like a preteen girl show. And we were watching it all day, like two days ago. <laughs> and my mom yeah. comes down and she goes, why, why do I feel like we're watching a preteen show? I was like, because these are literally preteens. And she was like, oh. And then she <laughs> sat down and watched it for four hours. <laughs> Yeah, and she I was, mean, like, and she was like, "It's too fast paced for me." But then she kept watching it. Yeah, I was just like, like "I roll." Okay. Yeah. So why? I liked it. I liked it. Okay. It was pretty good. I thought it was. I thought it was a good show. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't like they kind of they kind of hook you a little bit, but I've never. Yeah, I think after like Lizzie McGuire, that was pretty much it for me. You know, I remember <laughs> yeah. loving the Lizzie McGuire movie. Okay. And I'm pretty sure I still have the CD for the f- soundtrack somewhere. And I'm pretty sure I could still sing you all the songs. That's how much <laughs> I listen to it. Like, this is what dreams are made up. You know, that whole, like, have yeah. did you ever watched that movie? No. Huh? Really? Yeah, it never did. I never oh watched the gosh. show. It yeah. wasn't really, it wasn't around when I was a kid when I was that age, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, I'm talking, I watched this when I was in, like, elementary school. Yeah, huh? No. Yeah. Also, okay. I didn't have those channels. Yeah. So. You should totally, I mean, you have Disney Plus now. You need to yeah. look at the Lizzie McGuire movie, see if you can find it on there okay. and watch it. Like, okay. it's not great because, I mean, you watch it now and it's going to be one of those, like, oh, you know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I watched it a few years. I, was it on? I don't know where I found it. It must have been on like Netflix or something for a hot minute. And I had seen, I don't know where I saw it. Maybe it was TV. Anyways, I watched it a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I was like, you know, kind of bopping along. It's like totally corny's 90s movie, you know, like yeah. corny's. Did I say corny's? Totally corny 90s movie. Yeah. But like, it still is kind of like, hey, I remember this. And I'm like bopping along to the songs like, oh, I remember these. You know? <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. it I'll see if I can find it. It was it's just nostalgic really is what it is but okay anyways um uh, interesting facts <laughs> um it says in reality the first supernatural con was um winchester con in nashville in october 2006 attended by 200 fans <laughs> um, i wonder why they chose nashville you know well, the I mean? boys are from texas yeah so i wouldn't be surprised if it was like maybe I mean, although Texas is huge, it's not like you can just like Nashville isn't in Texas. Or no, sorry, not Texas. Uh, Nashville is not in Texas. No, it's not. I'm getting confused. Nashville is in Tennessee. Another T. Right, right, right. Thank you. Yeah. But no, they're from Texas, so it would be closer than Vancouver, right. though. That's where yeah, I was. That's true. Originally. That's yeah. true. But no, they. My guess is that because it was closer to home, 
at mm-hmm. that time that they although didn't the boys live together for a while closer to um, I think they lived together in Vancouver for a while I'm not positive on that what what so they might not have even been living in Texas at the time so they wouldn't have been closer they might have been in Vancouver because yeah I don't know I mean it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like it was a creation no so I don't know I don't know yeah I don't know it's interesting though. It's an interesting like, oh yeah, 200 fans. Can you imagine? It was sold out in not much time, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. How cool would that have been? Yeah. To go to that one. That would have been cool. What year was it? 2006. Okay. And it says Asylum 2007 was the first convention attended by actors. Which I don't know what that means. Okay, so that means that that the first convention the boys weren't there. Right? No, it just says by actors, though. It didn't say by them specifically. So I wonder if... Because you can have a convention without any actors. This is true. So, yeah, it must have just been, like, all the fans get together and talk about the show, you know? Yeah. Have their little whatever and they have, do. I, I would think it would be more of, like, a vendor room type thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you, where you have people's like artwork and stuff that you can and content that you can purchase. And then maybe they had panels but without, you know, any any actors there, you know. Yeah, More they might have just like talked to each other. It's like, you know, or been like, hey, let's talk about the themes. You yeah. Know, the themes of supernatural and stuff like that cuz they have panels like that at other conventions. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah, now I'm curious and I kind of want to look it up. Yeah. But um, it says the hotel in which the convention is held is Stanley Park Pavilion in the show, not the okay. other convention. Um, and it says the fans who use the aliases Agents Lennon and McCartney and Agents Agents Jagger and Richards during the LARPing game are references to Beatles, um, uh, John Lennon and Paul McCartney and Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then episode... Um, season three, episode fifteen, and season five, episode one, are named after Rolling Stones songs. Okay. Um, and it says Damien and Barnes, uh, the fans LARPing, C- Dean and Sam, respectively, are the names of the recappers and moderators on the Supernatural forums at Television Without Pity. Oh, okay. Which I have never heard of. I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, me neither. But, but that's cool that they got their names in there. Yeah. That, I mean, and I wonder if it's, like, something to do with the convention, too, or if it's, like... Did you say television without pity? Yeah. I think I used to have that, like, as an app or something. I'm going to click on it. Yeah, yeah. Website that provided detailed TV show recaps and related discussion forums. Um, one of the most public faces of media fandom. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, that sounded really familiar. I know that I've so. been on that website or something before. Yeah, so kind of similar to what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Just BSing and talking, mm-hmm. you know, and saying like, hey, this is what happened in the episode. Now we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So for our research for this week, we went a little extra and went to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> we did it for you guys. <laughs> we did it for you and also really for us. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we were going to tell you all about, if you haven't been to a convention, kind of like 
how they go down, you know, like, yeah, and what, what they exactly do. happens at a supernatural convention. Yeah. So, um, and we do it a little different sometimes. than I think what other people do, because a lot of people don't necessarily, I mean, Vegas or something like that's a little different, but like, as far as when we went to the conventions in Bellevue, when they had them there, mm-hmm. um, you know, there they were at the Bellevue Hyatt, um, so you know you could rent rooms and stuff there. But because I lived like an hour-ish away, like I think the first two conventions that I went to, I drove home every night, which was miserable. Yeah. Because oh yeah, we've done that. We've done that at those conventions too, for sure. Yeah. Oh, it was it was rough, but um, like okay, let's be real, folks. If you're gonna go to a convention, just go and stay at the hotel that they're having it at. Oh yeah, it's it so much life so much easier yeah and like you're going to be exhausted by the end of the weekend but at least this way you don't have to go as far to hit a bed to sleep in you know exactly yeah <laughs> like it's just kind of not worth the you know the driving yeah like Plus I mean the totally hotels like it. oftentimes at hotels you're parking in a garage you don't want to be walking through a parking garage at like nighttime <laughs> you know what I mean that's okay not... can we tell them about the ketchup bottle that you gave? oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should tell this story well okay so one night we were I don't remember which convention I think it was the first one the you first attended one that I yeah. had been to. um Eric and I and Killian had a hotel room and um and Rochelle didn't she wasn't staying so it was like you know she had stayed to like eat dinner with everybody and and so it was you know definitely dark out by the time she was leaving and I was worried about her going down into the parking garage by herself even though the Bellevue Hyatt is like a really nice classy hotel and like Bellevue is a really nice area oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, sure so but I was worried about her in the parking garage and so I was like, what weapon can I give her to protect herself with? And all I had was one of those little glass ketchup bottles from the service. So that's what I gave her. And we named it Little K. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, she armed me with a ketchup bottle. <laughs> and I, I walked down to my, she's like, she's like, don't put it in your purse. Keep it in your hand. And I'm like... <laughs> What good is this little ketchup bottle going to do me? It was glass. You could hit someone over the head with it. I mean, yeah, assuming that, okay, but here's the thing. I'd have to get close enough to hit them over the head with it, or I'd have to throw it and hope that I actually hit them. Yeah. Like, I've got decent aim. Yeah. I was thinking you were just going to, like, wait till someone grabbed you and then do a head smash with it. (laughs) Bar fight scene, just, like, smash it over their head. That's exactly right. Is that blood or ketchup? We'll never know. Once you get to these conventions, so you want to get there a little early so that way you can get there. Oh, let's talk about the gold and silver and copper passes. Okay, so there's there's general admission and there's different varieties of that. So you can buy a ticket for one day, and mm. um, but it's not. Um, you're not guaranteed a spot. Yeah. Like okay, you listen. know that they're going to have a spot, but you don't know where in the auditorium you're going to sit. So right. a lot of those people have to like camp out in general admission seating, like the whole day that they're there and like not leave or like put stuff down and like leave one person with the stuff. So yeah. then that way, like somebody can like go and get food and bring it back or whatever. So then yeah. that way they're not 
stuck. You in don't that. lose your seat. Yeah. Also, if you're going to go for just one day, you need to go on Sunday because yeah. that's the day that Jared and Jensen are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to get Misha that day. You're no. Not gonna, yeah, you're not going to. Sometimes. I think, he, I don't think so. I, I think every time I've gone, he's not gone. No, the very first convention I went to, he did do a panel on Sunday. He did, did he? He had but he's, two panels this year. No, he didn't. Not this yeah, year. Yeah, he did. I did he, he this did. year? No, I'm huh? I'm sure he did. No, I think I would remember that. No, he just did once. I remember because we got super drunk and I had to leave twice to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he was telling us about the, the almost plane crash story. Yeah. But, uh, terrifying. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. Yeah. Okay, so if you're going to go, if you if you can only go one day, make sure it's Sunday so that you yeah. get to see the boys for sure. Mm-hmm. So there's general admission and you can buy that for the whole weekend or you can buy that for single days. Yeah, and, and then, it's cheaper um, if you buy the whole weekend. Yeah. Overall. I mean, it, overall, it's cheaper. Like, if you want to buy, I think when we were looking, I think when I was looking at it originally, like, the very first convention, I was like, do I want to go all the days? Do I want to just go one of the days? Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And it was cheaper to buy a full weekend um, mm-hmm. of the general admission passes than it was to buy two days worth. Oh, okay. I didn't know I that. From, oh. or no, it was basically like you were paying for two days or something like that but you're getting three I don't remember but it's it's much better to just get the whole weekend if you're like well you know I can go these two days but I can't go this one like yeah or if you're like hey you know I kind of might be able to go to this one but I'm not sure like just get the whole weekend but if you want like assigned seats and all that sort of stuff like you want to get into either the copper silver or gold packages the gold is super expensive. And like over a thousand dollars, and those are your. I think first- it's like fifteen hundred this year. Yeah, at Vegas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The Vegas convention is four days, while all the other ones are only three days. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the cool thing about Vegas, but but yeah, it's it's a good chunk of change for a gold, a gold. Yeah. And what you do is you get your assigned seats, and then with gold you get autographs. Mm-hmm. With um not with everybody do you get autographs with everybody with the gold I think you get autographs with everybody and maybe and then you get um some photos no 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 photos but you get the meet and greets right oh meet and greets yeah yeah I forgot I was like there's something else yeah you get meet and greets and then also um you get to see Jared and Jensen in their gold panel they do an extra panel for the gold members yeah Mm -hmm. that's right so that's that's certainly worth it. You can't get autographs with um, Jared and Jensen unless you have the gold or silver package. Yeah. So you have to buy those tickets if you want to get them to sign something. Um, there's, I think, and I think the silver package is autographs. Autographs, right. So that's worth and it then, for sure. Yeah. And, and then the seats, are, the seats are not as good as gold, but they're still pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Copper, the seats are still pretty good too. Um, cause we that's what like we clo- Yeah, we get copper and that doesn't give you any autographs, but it gets you no. pre- like, cause we're always on the side for copper and that gets you pretty close to the stage, but you're off to the side a little bit. Yeah. So you got to kind of like, you know, crank your neck to the side. Which it's really cons- not bad though. Yeah. And it works out really well for photographs because if you're like in the middle of a bunch of people, it's hard to like photograph over people's heads where if you're like next to an aisle, then it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> um, 
<clears throat> but yeah, the um, so you go and you have your assigned seats if you get them. And basically the whole convention is just panels with the different actors, right? So like you'll have a, pe- a panel with Jensen and Jared. You'll have one with Misha. Usually, um, uh, well, I guess not usually. Most of the ones I've been to, Pellegrino's been at. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and who, who, who hosts it is um, the actor who plays Chuck. Mm-hmm. His and he's got a rock band with like mm-hmm. three other guys, and they host and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Loud and Swain. They host the whole thing. So they open up every day with kind of like a they play a song, and then they kind of like talk about what's going to happen. And um, also Richard Spate, who plays the trickster, is often there with them. Or Gabriel, yeah. Yeah, or Gabriel. Yeah. Um, is often there with them to kind of like he and um, Rob Benedict who plays Chuck are, are like best friends in real life mm-hmm. and have the best banter of it's anyone great. I've ever seen ever yeah they're they hilarious. give each other so much shit but it's hilarious <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so they kind of open it up and then um, and don't they is Richard Spate there between every panel too I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, because Loud so and Swain bef- plays people into their panels and out of their panels. That's right. Okay. So, they have so- like a, a theme song for everybody. So, like, the boys is, um, any way you want it. Um, uh, I can't remember anyone else's. Ruth's is Black Magic Woman. Omisha's is You're My Angel. Yeah. From Aerosmith. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember who all. I don't remember anybody's. Oh, well, so they had Matthew um, Matthew and Gray there from the Scooby Natural um, right. episode, and they played the Scooby-Doo theme song for them. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what else. I, I'm sure that, like... Everybody's got a theme song, and, and we can't remember it. So, so yeah. they kind of introduce the actor before they come out, and then they, they play the theme song as they walk out. Mm-hmm. And then when an actor comes out to do a panel, usually they talk for a couple minutes about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. And yeah. then people line up on either side of the stage to ask questions, and mm-hmm. then they just kind of alternate side, you know, sides to answer yeah. questions. They're so Q&A panels, the whole thing. Yeah, so that's yeah. generally how it goes. Um, mm-hmm. Jared and Jensen spend a lot more time talking about whatever they want before answering questions, which is pretty funny. Um, And some of the actors, I can't remember who exactly, but will like go off on a question for like 15 minutes before asking or answering another question. Yeah. So I think Mark Shepard used to do that. He would talk and talk and talk and walk around the audience. Yeah. Yeah. He did that a bit. So Um, so that's mostly what it is. Um, On Friday nights, they have karaoke, mm-hmm. which, which is, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. Like you just, yeah. I think you like email them or something and say like, Hey, this is my name. Or this is, these are the names of the people that want to do this song. And this is a song that we want to do, you know, and then they just like randomly pick it throughout. So you don't know, like if you're going to get called um, right. throughout the night and you don't know when, you know, <laughs> so you just they're just like hey will so and so and so and so come up to sing this song and then they'll go up there and then whatever actors want to it's sing usually song. hosted it's usually hosted by um, matthew cohen uh-huh. matt cohen who plays young daddy winchester mm-hmm. 
and those time travel episodes yeah. into the past. Um, and so he wasn't here this year at Vegas. He had no. some prior something to do, so he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but so it's Rich it's and Rob so, are almost always there though too. Yeah. So it's I don't think they do it anymore. To be honest with you, I don't think they do. Well, I don't know if they like. They've always been at all of the ones that I've been to. Other than I don't think they did the year before. I don't think they did the year before. I don't think they did. Well, okay, at Vegas though, but you went to Vegas and I didn't go. So you've been to Vegas twice, and I've only been there one time. Right, right, right. I forgot about that. Okay. So the last convention, other than this year's Vegas, that I went to was two years ago. Yeah, they did. They didn't do it. They didn't do it last year either. Yeah. So I don't think they do it anymore. Yeah. Um, but, but Matt Cohen did. So, so it's usually Matt Cohen and then like whatever other actors are there, there's generally like five of them or more who come out. And so, so if you get called for, to do karaoke, you'll go up on stage with those actors and actresses Mm -hmm. and they hand you a mic and and they sing the song with you and everyone Mm -hmm. dances around and it's a big happy love fest and it's, it's hilarious. So that'll go on for about an hour and a half. And yeah. then the last song is always Carry On My Wayward Son. And everybody sings it together. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then, mm-hmm. and that is actually a free event. So you don't even have to have a ticket to the convention to go to that. Yeah. Although, so, I don't, I don't think it's a free event. It is. Yeah. You don't have to have a ticket to the convention You don't at have all. to have a con- ticket to go to the convention, but I think you have to pay for karaoke. Nope. It's free. Don't you? Nope, no, no. Um, not this year, but last year, um, we met with. I went with my aunt Kelly to the convention. It was just the two of us, and uh-huh. her brother and his wife were in Vegas at the same time. So we met up with them for dinner, and we were like, "Hey, want to come to this weird karaoke thing?" And they were like, "What's supernatural?" <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so we kind of explained it. We kind of explained it, and they just came. And yeah, it's totally free. They were yeah. like, "Why are the where where are all the dudes? Why are these mostly girls here? And why is everyone wearing flannel?" <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, so it's totally free. Watch the show. So if so if Supernatural is ever having a convention in your city and you want to go, you're not going to see the boys because they don't go to that. But no. if you want to see some actors dancing around on stage, being yeah. silly, you can just Matt's go there. Rob and Rich are sometimes there. Kim and Brianna are usually there. Um, Ruth is usually there. Um I'm trying to think of the people that are like mostly there. I've seen, you know, Lisa Berry. I've seen her there. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen Osric there. Yeah. Osric. Oh my gosh. Can I just say that Julian is like. My oh my God. The actor who karaoke. plays. The actor who plays Death, who we haven't met yet in the, in no. the podcast. He is, is hilarious. Amazing. He's yeah. so funny. But he's yeah. This no, little, he's this little thin guy and he. And he's, he's got a very around. serious face, <laughs> and he doesn't sing, you know, but he he will dance nonstop. It is so great. Time. It's great, and he's like he's kind of older. He like bounces around, but it's so funny because like you look at his character that he plays in Supernatural, and it's very like solemn. Like, I mean, he plays death, okay? <laughs> right. And then you get him on stage, and he's just kind of like, ah, ha, 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 you know, and like during his panels he's just like such a goofball and it's so funny because he's he so, so funny yeah so life. and at karaoke all the actors they do generally sing one of their own songs in yeah. between like someone else doing it so that's a lot of fun to see them singing and dancing and stuff yeah. um 
I think we talked about it before, but one year we saw Jim Beaver singing and dancing to a Taylor Swift song. Shake it off, I think it was. Yeah, and that's yeah. just moments like that are just magical. So this is what we live for. So fun. Yeah, it's so it's such a fun event yeah. because of that. So, um, mm-hmm. and then um, on Saturday nights, um, Loud and Swain. So again, Rob Benedict's rock band. They do a concert. And this is one mm-hmm. that you have to have a ticket to go to. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if general admission gets you into that concert. I don't think it does. I think the only, so copper level and up get you into all of the extra, like, you know, concerts and whatever, you know. Um, yeah. And then. So if, if you have general, general admission, you have to you pay have to, for it. I think and it's I think like it's 50 a, bucks I, I, Something like that. Yeah. It's yeah. not cheap. So. But it's not bad, though, for a concert. Like, that's really good for a concert. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. So, again, if you have your – if you have copper or up seating, you get to keep your seat for that. Uh Um, But if not, then you just pick a seat in the back, basically. Mm -hmm. And and the concert is a lot of fun. They sing, like, half of them, I would say, are their own music, and the other half are, like, covers. Mm -hmm. So – and it's it's pretty cool. It's – he gets a little emotional in some of the songs, which I love, and Mm – um, I love um, when uh, I want to call him Chuck when Rob and Jason do the Hallelujah cover. It is so good. Like, oh yeah. I if I could just see them do that song and probably like She Waits too. Yeah. And Medicated. Those are those are my favorites. Like if I could just see those three songs, like I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and she's yeah. talking about Jason Manns, who is um, a singer-songwriter, who he had, what did he say, that he, on one episode, his song played for 12 whole seconds? Like 12 seconds, yeah. Yeah, and he gets invited to all the conventions because mm-hmm. he's such a delight. Yeah. Um, so he has his own panels where he mostly takes song requests and sings. He's got a he's beautiful really voice. Yeah. He's got a couple CDs out there too. Some of which is his own stuff and others. Um, like one of them is called covers with friends and it's got a song sung by Jensen Ackles on there and mm-hmm. everybody. They, well, there's him a, and Jensen, yeah. Yeah. Him and Jensen singing together. Um, yeah. No, I think simple man is just Jensen. I don't think oh, really? Jason. Yeah. I don't think Jason sings on it at all. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's just Jensen. Maybe think, maybe Jason harmonizes a little bit, but I don't think so. I think it's I just Jensen. I think there's Jensen. a couple of CDs, though, that, that he's got that are the covers with friends. And I think on one of them, him and Jensen sing together. Okay. I could I think, be totally wrong. I don't know. I think I mean, you're I, right. I, I, I think one of I think one of his albums is specifically called Covers with Friends. Yeah. Um, but and I think I think that Jensen does sing on another album that has a yeah. different title. But yeah, there's there's some really great really great music on there so anyway um oh also though real quick before we change the okay radio company jensen's new album is so good that's the name of the band radio company it's or no, that, that, it's, yeah yeah like on jensen's new album yeah 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is really good. I have I don't own it. Um you have it on Spotify, don't you? I have it on Spotify, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm just just going to listen to that. I've listened to it over at Kelly's a couple times and it is really good. Yeah, it's very calming for the most part, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But um during the concert, he'll have a lot of Rob will have a lot of the actors come out and sing their own song, which mm-hmm. is which is really a cool thing mm-hmm. to see. So it's not it's not quite as like as like bubbly and kooky as karaoke is when they oh, sing, yeah. you know, but it's, it's more of like a serious event. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like an it's, actual concert, you know? <laughs> like an actual concert. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really cool. Really cool. And then, um, and then on Sunday, of course, um, is the main event, which is the boys panel and they do their yeah. panel together. Mm-hmm. I wonder why, I wonder why they don't do them separately. I heard, I mean, granted, I don't know if this is true or not, but I did hear at one point that the reason that they do the panels together is because Jensen is very, very shy. And so he doesn't like to do panels by himself. Okay. I could see that. I mean, I get that. I would hate to do a panel by myself. Rochelle, if we ever have to do some sort of panel, your ass is going to be up there with me. (laughs) I would expect, I would expect that. Like, okay. There's no fucking way. When would we ever be in a situation where we'd be doing panels by ourselves? Yeah, you're right. I mean, ever, but still. First of all, when would we ever be in a situation where we're doing a panel to begin with? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But I get it. That would be terrifying. Oh, my God. Yeah. I I feel like it would be okay. Like, okay, so I've been to Bumbershoot a couple of times, right? Which is like Coachella, but Seattle's version. Yeah. And, um... They have, they don't just have concerts there. Like they've got, you know, you can go through different areas and buy art or see, you know, sometimes they'll have like dance groups and that sort of stuff. And they have a lot of like comedians that'll come. Like I saw uh, Judah or Jonah, uh, what's his face? Um, I have no idea. Oh, what is his name? Ah, oh, that's going to drive me nuts. I don't know. He's very popular. But I've seen a couple of, like, you know, comedians. They basically do, like, a stand-up show or whatever. But they'll have um, panels, too, kind of for, like, oh, these people, like, host this podcast. And so they'll, like, invite them to come and, like, do – it's kind of like a Q&A panel type thing. and then But they, like, talk a lot about, like – oh, like, this is why we decided to do this and, you know, that sort of stuff, too. Yeah. Um, And there's not as many, like, of those sorts of things, but there is some. It's mostly, like, comedians and that sort of stuff as far as, like, the off of the main stages, you know? Because, like, you wander through, and I don't know how Coachella works because I've never been to Coachella, but you wander through Bumbershoot and they literally just all over Seattle Center, they have these um, stages set up. So there's, like, you know, there's the Starbucks stage and then there's like Key Arena because that's part of Seattle Center. So like that's where a lot of like the bigger ones go to. And then there's like oh, whatever that field is that's down there. They have a lot of the main headliners. Like I've seen Ellie Goulding and Hozier and Weezer and a mm-hmm. bunch of different you know people that like I would probably never not that I would never, but I probably wouldn't like buy tickets necessarily to go to their concert, Mm -hmm. but you get to see like so many concerts in a day and you can literally just walk around. The tricky part of that is though, is that when you're, you know, looking through the schedule, sometimes you'll be like, oh, well, these two people that I both want to see are at the same time. So you have to like go to half of one concert and half of another or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we are way off topic. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. So I would say that like each day at the convention starts somewhere between like 10 and 11 usually, you know, so um, especially in Vegas, why I think it's so important that you stay at the actual hotel is that like transportation can be tricky in Vegas. It's not like you're going to, even if you're at like the hotel next door. Oh, which, okay. The hotel that it's at is the Rio, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm not really sure that there is a hotel next door to the Rio. I'm not sure. 
Because yeah. Rio is not really on the strip. It's like on a little side street off of the strip. Yeah. Um, um, but each block of the strip is like a mile. I mean, it's crazy. So it's mm-hmm. not like you're going to want to do all that walking and then walk to the actual convention. So yeah, we stay Uber it or something. Yeah, we stay at the hotel and it's still a 10 minute walk from our hotel room to the actual convention. Yeah. So and that's not that's not a huge amount of walking. But I mean, staying it's at a, a long hotel. time in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. To be in a hotel to walk that long. It really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, we you'd have to twice and that was it. <laughs> I know to see baby. Yeah. Yeah. Baby was there, but that baby, um, they think they charge you to take pictures of even with your own cell phone. So we didn't no, this year. Pictures. Oh, did you? I don't know if uh, I'm supposed to, but I did. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to. When the, whatever, whatever baby it is that is at the Bellevue conventions, um, they don't charge you to take pictures with. So that was pretty cool. Because it's just somebody who, like, drives their Impala over there so that people can look at it. It's not, like, but there's nobody, like, out there, really. It's just kind of like, hey, you know, and I'm sure they probably take the keys with them, you know, and they're yeah. like. Hey, you know, like we'll just leave it open. People can go and look at it and sit in it. I don't know if they're allowed you can't to do sit that, in it at Bellevue. Do. Yeah, I've seen people do it though. Yeah, I don't know if they're supposed to, but they do because they want their picture behind the wheel or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, and, and they have I- it all set up with the army figures and all that. Yeah, which is pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that you get done with panels each night. I think usually like six is the latest. Yeah, because I think sometimes there's a panel at like five. Yeah. But I so I would say you get done by six at the latest. A lot of days you're done by like three or four. Yeah. But but, but then is, there's the nighttime stuff though. Yeah, then there's karaoke and mm-hmm. um so so there's also a lot of other events that you can pay to to get to. Like there's Ruth's witching hour. Uh-huh. There's usually a pajama party. Kim and with, Brianna have yeah. a pajama party. And, then, yeah. and there's a lot of other ones. There's like game nights and with mm-hmm. some other actors and um I'm not even sure what I all have the, all the meet and greets too. Yeah. Now how do you so meet and greet, I think you have to have a gold panel to get to or a I gold thought that they had some that you could buy. Or or okay, or you can buy those. See we've never done any of those, so we're not yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to know. But <laughs> I had a moment with Misha Collins this year. You did. <laughs> I, had, I had a whole freaking moment. And what happened is we were walking away from the um, convention and Misha was with his meet and greet because apparently he doesn't like to just sit in one room. He likes to take them all around and have a well, little. He has two of them. Does he? Yeah, that's what I think that's what Kelly was saying, that he has oh, two no. of them. And one of them ha- is like 20 people or something, which is like the normal meet and greet. And then another one is a smaller group and he takes them out for like ice cream or something like that. And they Whoa, like wander okay. the area. Okay, well, then that must have been this group because he was with a kind of a, a small group of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was walking towards us and I was like, holy fuck, there's Misha Collins. Like, <laughs> and he was so cute in his little shoes looking all perfect. Oh, my God. I just couldn't even handle it. And I was staring at him and then I realized that he was staring at me and I've never been so glad that I was wearing lipstick in my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But he was, he was like, we had like eye contact for like an awkward amount of time. And I knew that I was smiling because uh-huh. I'm pretty sure the expression on my face wasn't terrible. 
you know, I'm like, I was yeah. smiling at him and he yeah. was smiling at me. And then it got so awkward because it went on for so long. So I started like waving at him weirdly. And then, and then I noticed Kelly was waving at him too. And then he said something like, Hey guys, or something like that. And then we were past him. And then uh, my life was over. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to say that during this whole thing, I had no idea what was going on until Kelly's like, that's Misha, that's Misha, that's Misha. And I'm like, what are you talking, what is going on? And I'm like looking all over the place other than, because I see this group of people, but I didn't like see him in the group right away. Yeah. And so I was like, what is going on? What are we freaking out about? You know, like, because yeah. you said, hey, or something like that to him and you waved. And oh, did I? I don't yeah, remember anything coming words. out of my mouth. I there said words. words. You said words. I don't remember any words. I oh, no. You said, like, hey, because you were like, because Kelly was like, it's Misha, it's Misha. And you're like, hi, or hey, or something like that. And then yeah. Kelly was like, hi. And I was just like, huh? <laughs> 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 like, I wander and I, we like, we're walking, right? Yeah. And I, I've realized that like, at these just whenever I walk, I'm like walking with a purpose for anything. You know, I'm like, I don't like, I pay attention kind of to the things going on around me, but also not really. Like I'm kind of like, I'm going from point A to point B and this is how things are going, you know? And so <laughs> I didn't realize. And so I had to like, as we, after we walked by them, I had to like turn around and be like, Oh, it was Misha. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> there, he, there he goes. You know? Yeah. But I like kind of saw him as we were passing, but I mostly saw him as he was walking away. Yeah. Oh man. It that was happened with like three different actors this time this time. Yeah. It was him and Gil. I had one of those moments where it was like Gil and his handler or whatever, and it was me and Kelly, and we walked by and he was like looking at us, like expecting us to like say something to him. Yeah. And I was like, what you know <laughs> I'm like completely oblivious and then Kelly's like he was looking at us and I'm like I wasn't paying attention you, know? <laughs> you have to be moment. vigilant at these things man especially Vegas yeah I have never seen anybody out and about at like the other conventions although you did say that you saw Ruth at one of the Bellevue conventions yeah I did she was out there in the vendor area yeah. so there's also this whole other room at these conventions sometimes it's not a room it's like a long hallway like at the Bellevue convention where they have um vendors so you can just like buy tons of supernatural merch which is awesome yeah. and yeah. some of the actors um are out there to do their autographs at those tables and you don't have to have a ticket to get an autograph from them yeah. um you don't you don't have to have yeah you don't have to have a ticket to go into that I think room you had to didn't you no huh only to go into the actual panel room no one checks you beforehand is that true yeah that's true i don't think that's true because on like all at all the tables that they were sitting at you know they'd have like a piece of paper that says like this is where you know dj is going to be this is where you know matthew's going to be or whatever and they yeah, had like you don't have to name have and to. then a price underneath you'd have to pay yeah you yeah. have to pay for those autographs for sure but yeah. you don't have to have a ticket to the convention to get into that area Oh, no, no, no. I thought you were talking about a ticket for the autographs. No, 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 no. You don't have to yeah, have a ticket. You have ticket to have a ticket for there. the autograph, but not for to get into the convention room or yeah. to the vendor room. No, no, no. You can yeah. just go and buy stuff if you wanted to. Yeah. And so you could pay. So some of the actors, I'm not really sure what the difference is with um, why they would be in the vendor room getting their autograph, doing autographs as opposed to being into the panel room where you have There's to have like less people. Well, it's some it's something to do with their contract with creation. Yeah. Who holds the conventions. Something to do yeah. with that, depending on where you are. Because if you're in the panel room, you have to have a silver or gold pass. 
Okay, so we had to stop recording <laughs> because we can only convert these MP4 files after so much time. Like there's only, a, we have like a limit on like the size of the file that we can convert. So we have clean forgotten what we were talking about. Yeah, sorry guys. I mean, we kind of figured it out, but I think we, yeah, we, we remember kinda... autographs. Yeah. And we can't replay the audio for some reason until all of this stuff is like unplugged and all that. So, um, like the microphones and headphones and whatever. I don't know. Cause like I said earlier, I am not that technologically advanced. <laughs> so it's yeah. probably an easy fix, but whatever. Um, AKA so, we still have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> we still don't. <laughs> we really don't. So what we're going to do right now though, <laughs> is we're going to move on to our idget and aspect moments because yeah. that's where we're at right now. <laughs> yep. So what was your idget or aspect moment from the week? Okay, so we have, um, we do not have a fence around our house. There is a fence on both sides and the back of our backyard, but we do not have a fence connecting um, to our actual house like all of our neighbors do. So you can get into our backyard without going through a gate, basically. Mm -hmm. You can just walk right back there, um, which is what a bunch of rabbits are doing. <laughs> so so um, our backyard is covered in rabbit poop. Again, this is the second year <laughs> of rabbit poop. And Rochelle Googled it for me. And apparently you can repel rabbits with peppermint oil. So I went online and I ordered the peppermint oil that she ordered. And it was like, hey, we got it. It's on the way. It's going to be delivered to you on this day. And it like, no, so I'm on Amazon, right? Amazon is notifying me like it's on it's on its way. It's on its way. The day it's supposed to be delivered, it was like there was a problem and we never actually ordered it for you. Which, I'd be so mad was annoying as fuck so I was like okay you could have told me that at any point other than the day it was supposed to be delivered because you said it was shipped and on its way which is very shady if you ask me I don't understand yeah. like how that happens but I was like okay it's not that big of a deal I'll just order some other oil right so hmm. I order something else I do no research on it <laughs> I don't <laughs> look at reviews I just order you know the cheapest what well, looks like it has okay reviews without actually reading the reviews and mm -hmm. whatever right? Peppermint oil, like, you know, 100% essential mm -hmm. oil, whatever. Yeah. So I order it, it gets here. And um, two days ago, Eric and I are right, like, like, let's do this, right? So we mm -hmm. open up the bottle, and it has no dropper. So you can't, uh, you can't do like drop. A, did you it. order a big bottle? No, I ordered a little bottle. Does it have the little plastic thing in it? Nope. Nothing? Nope, nothing. Okay, but here's the thing, though. It's like what I told you, like, you want to get a water bottle and like yeah. fill it mostly or like a spray bottle and fill it mostly with water and then put the peppermint oil in that, shake it up and then spray it. Oh, we did that. But opening oh. up this bottle was a bitch. It had like, <laughs> a, it had like one of those like seals on it. So taking the seal off was horrendous all in itself. And we got oil everywhere. I mean, like all over my counter in my kitchen. At and least all it would smell good. <laughs> all over the bottle. Okay, it smelled great. However, our eyes were feeling very cool. Oh, yeah. You, they, you it know? burns. You know it's good yeah. stuff when it burns your eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, so we finally get, you know, um, we look and you're supposed to put two teaspoons of peppermint oil into um, a cup of water to repel mm -hmm. rabbits, right? So we're measuring again, we get we get the peppermint oil everywhere, everywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Because it doesn't have a dropper. So um 
God, I just feel so stupid for not looking at that in the reviews. But anyway, um, so we, um, I get it in the spray bottle. I go outside and I spray. Everything's fine, except that we got to clean up all this peppermint oil. And it's not cleaning up. Like, we're using, like, Dawn dish soap to clean it up. We've got, like, all the windows open because our eyes are, like, leaking because it's so strong because we spilled so much. Well, essential oil, too, like, it soaks into things. Like, it's not going to come out quickly. Yeah. It'll it's be not, there for a while. Yeah. I just felt like a fucking idiot because we spilled so much of it and I couldn't <laughs> get it out. And anyway, it's not as bad now. Like you can walk into the room without your eyes feeling all cool, but you can still smell it. Definitely. <laughs> so it was just, yeah. it was just like a couple hours of trying to like frantically clean and ugh, it was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. And then I was going to let Killian spray outside, but then I decided I needed to do it since it was all over the outside of the spray bottle. And I didn't <laughs> want that getting on his hands and bloody, bloody, bloody. It was just a fiasco. So yeah, I feel stupid. That's all. <laughs> yeah. What was it's your agent rest at the moment? Okay. So <laughs> I was, I've been having problems since I moved in here with this freaking modem in my, cause I, so I, I have Xfinity but I don't rent the equipment from them. So like it's an extra like $20 or something a month to like rent the modem from them. And then you could just go and buy a modem on your own for like 20 or $30 at the store. And so I was like, I'm not going to pay an extra 20 or $30 a month to rent this. Like I'm just going to go buy my own, you know? Mm -hmm. So I went and I bought it and I, you know, I plugged it in, I get it going and everything. And um, you know, the internet's all connected, whatnot. And so as I'm setting up the modem, though, it's like has me go through this app to do it or website or something. I don't remember. Um, but it's like, OK, you know, do you want to change the password to something that you want? You know, and I'm like, yes, I do, because this one is really long, you know, like and it's not like a bunch of random numbers and letters or anything. But like, you know, so it like makes sense. You just have to like remember it. But it's long and I don't want to have to type it all in every time I try and connect something to it. So I was like, okay, you know, so I changed it to a password that was shorter and something that I would remember. Right. Yeah. So, and every, and like, I was able to connect my phone to the modem that way using that password. So I'm like, okay, so clearly it works. Right. Yeah. And then I go and it's like, you know, my laptop, I have a Roku, I've got, you know, a, like a pet camera, I've got all these different things that have to connect to the wireless. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what the hell, you know, like, why, why won't it work? Because every time I go to put in the password, it doesn't say that it's the incorrect password, it just says it can't connect, right. And so I'm like, uh -huh. okay, so there's something wrong with this. So I spend a ton of time on, um, <laughs> on the phone, on hold waiting for um, Xfinity because I'm like, oh, it's got to be a problem with that. You know, like, I don't like, I don't know what else it could be. And so I call them and they're like, oh, well, no, you have to call, you know, I finally get through and they're like, you have to call, you know, Netgear, who's like who I have my modem through or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. You know, <laughs> so yeah. I'm on the on full, I'm on the phone with them on hold for like ever and I never got through but then I was like you know what as I'm sitting there on hold I'm like I'm just gonna try the original password and yeah. see if that works or if it's truly because like if that's the problem then I don't have to sit here on hold you know like and that'll be fine and so I'm like because I was trying to connect my Roku at the time because I had just gotten it and it wasn't like I wasn't able to connect it because I can't I couldn't do it wirelessly and so <laughs> I finally I'm like I'm just gonna try it with the old password and see if it works 
it works like instantaneously first time I'm like are you joking so I had to jump through hoops to go and change all this stuff to get it to a password that I wanted to turns out it never changed it and now for months every time I've been trying to connect this thing it like well, it tells me that it can't do it. And it's not saying that it's an incorrect password because there was times that I just put in like random numbers and letters and it would tell me it was an incorrect password, right? So I was like, yeah. okay, so like clearly this is the right password, but it's just not working. And then, yeah, nope. Turns out the whole thing was just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just that stupid. So that's my moment. Like, uh, listen, Gary, you did me dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was that not. That sucks. Mean, yeah. But at least I have it figured out now. And so now I know that this is, you know, that the original password is the password. So now there's a couple of things that I can actually unhook from the router because I had to like hardwire it into there to get it to work. Yeah. Um, so now I can like unplug a couple of things from the actual modem and like move them around, you know, like to where right. I wanted them to begin with instead of like, well, I guess this is where it's going to be because I have no other option. So, yeah. But yeah. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's figured out now, but it was months of like me kind of being an idiot and just being like, why can't you just try the other password? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, no, but that's not the password. And I think somebody at one point was like, why don't you just try the original password? And I'm like, but I changed it. It's not the password. And I like, refused <laughs> to do it because yeah. I'm stubborn. So, <laughs> uh-huh. but yeah, so uh-huh. that was my story. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you figured it out. <laughs> I'm glad I did too, because listen, that was getting on my last nerve. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.